Welcome back to episode number 190 of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. This is the podcast where we're building a global community around process safety, industries handling combustible dust. I'm your show host, Dr. Chris Cloney. In today's episode, we're doing a safety share about wood hogger fires and deflagrations at sawmills. So these safety shares are shorter episodes. They are considerations that are sent in from industry or from consultants or folks that are interacting with and users. And they're also information that comes in from other sources. In this case, this is from a manufacturing safety alert that's put out by the BC Forest Safety Council and by the MAG group in British Columbia. And that's a manufacturing advisory council. So we talked about these manufacturing safety alerts before. They cover a broad gamut. They're not just combustible dust, but there are combustible dust ones that come out through that. They cover jamming equipment, lockout tagout failures, near misses at lumber mills, and, and all wood production facilities within British Columbia. And again, that's run by BC Forest Safety Council and the MAG Group. You can sign up on the BC Forest Safety Council website. That's bcforestsafe.org. Or you can go to the show notes, dustsafetyscience.com slash 190 for this episode. We'll have a link where you can sign up to get these manufacturing safety alerts every time they come out. Again, it's not just combustible dust. It's anything to do with wood handling or forestry industries. But there's a lot of great material, especially if you're working with or working in these type of industries that come out. And this safety share they're talking about today actually comes from one of these manufacturing safety alerts. So in the case that we're talking about today, kind of giving a summary of the incident, there's a smoldering fire in a hogging machine. And a hogging machine is a machine that creates hog fuel. This is sort of a wood waste. I'm not that familiar with how the machine works, other than it grinds up the, the wood waste fuel and you get this kind of hog fuel out that is used um, elsewhere in the, in the lumber mills. They had a smoldering fire in the machine. Uh, workers put out that fire with a hose. But while doing that, um, a piece of burning wood escaped and left the two oat feed conveyors. So a worker stopped the machine to deal with the burning wood and was successful with that. But then 10 minutes later, a second fire started in a pile of hog fuel at the oat feed of one of the conveyors. So they didn't get all the material. They didn't capture all the, the burning mass that come out. So workers weren't able to put out this second fire due to high winds and other flammable materials in the mill yard. And subsequently, another hog fuel conveyor caught fire. This spread to several pieces of wood waste products and structures. And the mill here sustained significant damage. Fortunately, no workers were injured, but quite a bit of damage was done from this um, spreading fire that started in the hogging machine. So this is actually an incident summary that was reported by WorkSafe BC back in 2016. and sort of made its way back to the forefront through this manufacturing safety alert. So there is links to the manufacturing safety alert in the show notes for this episode. There's also links to the WorkSafe BC um, investigation summary that uh, you have access there too. And that, that kind of describes the incident that they're talking about. So in the WorkSafe BC investigation then, they found that the cause of the incident, the cause of this fire, which resulted in, again, significant damage to the, the mill, was a, a friction fire started in the hog machine due to inadequate machine maintenance. So that's some sort of rubbing going on inside the machine um, due to inadequate maintenance and this started this initial smoldering fire. WorkSafe BC lists the contributing factors as hog fuel accumulation on and under the conveyors. And this hog fuel and sawdust and wood was very dried out in the hot summer sun, was a strong fuel. And from this contributing factor, WorkSafe BC recommended regular cleanup of the hog fuel and sawdust and wood material on and around the hogger. So that's the first contributing factor, this hog fuel accumulation in and around the machine. The second contributing factor they mentioned is inadequate training and fire procedures. 
they listed a couple things that could have been done. They they could have posted a worker to act as a fire watch during putting out the fire and then afterwards um, to try to avoid or at least notice uh, earlier the, the fire spread. Prevention of the fire being transferred from the hog to the OV conveyor. So there's sort of some systematic things that could be done better there. And they recommended that the facility provide workers with basic skills to fight fires, to monitor fire spread, and to know when to call the fire department to extinguish the fires. So this was sort of highlighted as a contributing factor here for this incident. The fact that the response was not successful in containing the fire to that original hog machine. Instead, it was allowed to um, spread to other parts of the facility, which then obviously increased the amount of damage done. There's a little kind of some information left out here on what kind of training and fire procedures might be good to apply at this facility. But that's all that was left in this WorkSafe BC investigation was this contributing factor of inadequate training and fire procedures. I think um, once we get down to the end, looking at the manufacturer safety alert, I think they have a couple more notes that you can add here as well. So in the third contributing factor they mentioned is no method for detecting smoldering fires. So in this case, they were relying on observations by a passerby to detect the fire. Uh, they recommend that smoke detection may have prevented the fire from growing and from spreading in that it would have been detected earlier and, and some potentially other detection methods for detecting the smoldering fire may be more effective than having no method to detect it and just once somebody you know walks by, smells smoke or, or notices that things are hot. So those are three contributing factors outlined by WorkSafe BC in this uh, fire incident, hog fuel accumulation on and under the conveyors, inadequate training and fire procedures, and no method for detecting smoldering fires. So if that was it for this incident or this, you know, understanding of what can happen with the hog fuel, a hogger fire and deflagration, then, you know, that'd be interesting in itself. That'd be a helpful safety share to illustrate some of the challenges that come up when you uh, have fires and smoldering fires and these type of machines. I'd like to compare and contrast this to another manufacturing safety alert that was actually released a number of months ago through BC Forest Safety Council. And this kind of gives an idea, you know, how bad could it be? And this is maybe even something that's been left out of the discussion here in this original safety share. So this safety share, the second safety share that I'm talking about is description of event, hogger, serious incident. Again, this was several months, maybe even six months ago that this came out or, or nine months ago. But it made me think of when I saw this one come out last week with the, the safety share and the hogger fire, made me think of this previous one. So in this case, smoke was found this is a different facility uh, several years later than the original incident, uh, I assume anyway. They don't give a date and, and what facility it's at. But in this manufacturing safety alert, there was smoke to be found existing from inside a hogger. This hogger itself was located inside of the facility. Access panels were removed and a blockage was found in the hogger, which was what was causing the, the grinding, the friction, the heat to build up and that smoldering uh, combustion to begin. While an employee was attempting to clear the hogger with a bar, a deflagration engulfed a large portion of the room. And fortunately, nobody was injured here. But there is a really, we'll say good or interesting, insightful, let's call it insightful, a very insightful picture on this manufacturer safety alert showing five workers in the hogger room here. It's a, it's, I can't see how tall the room is, but in terms of the the length and, and width dimensions is not that large of a room, basically just fits the hogger. You see a set of stairs going in and these workers are around the hogger trying to get it cleared. And the top picture you can see, and again, we'll have this, a link to this manufacturer safety alert in the show notes at dustsafetyscience.com slash 190 for this episode. But we see a little flame. I assume that's the, you know, the start of the deflagration. 
And then they show a second picture where a, a fireball takes up probably, I don't know, 15% or 20% of the room, but quite a large fireball. It's the size of the hogger machine looks to be, I'm going to say 30 feet long and, and maybe 20 feet wide or something along there. So a quite sizable fireball that came from the machine. So you do notice in this manufacturer safety alert, there is lots of fugitive dust around the machine. It's hard to tell how much is up available up in the air. There may be a bit on the walls, but not much, but it's mostly right around the base of this hogger. There's a lot of wood buildup. And they don't go into a lot of details about what happened other than saying there was a deflagration. Uh, but you can kind of see here that while the employees were clearing the hog with the bar, that smoldering mass got kicked out in the vicinity of combustible dust. And, and particularly at a point where that combustible dust was dispersed in the air, and it had a large flash fire. Fortunately, again, nobody was injured here. Fortunately, there wasn't enough fugitive dust to cause a pressure rise in the room, cause destruction of equipment, but a very dangerous near miss here in terms of this open air deflagration directly in the vicinity of the workers. It's quite a scary picture to look at, and it's good to, to know that nobody's injured in this case, but it's a you know an important reminder for the importance of working with smoldering masses when you have combustible dust in the vicinity. So kind of in looking at this, you note that you need to be extremely careful when working on machines that have combustible dust inside the machine or around the machine. Both are a dangerous case. So around the machine, certainly that's where you can get, you know, an explosion, a secondary explosion, quite a large loss. But even with combustible dust inside the machine, if you're trying to clear that smoldering mass, you kick that dust up, you can get a local deflagration that's certainly enough to, to burn his hands and face. In some cases, severely, the burning hot particles can land on the skin and cause second, third degree burns. And even if you're, you know, clearing these type of machines and you're not sure if there's combustion or hot material, you need to be very aware of this as a, a possibility. It's probably a good idea to have on fire-resistant clothing, especially if you suspect that there's heat up because of friction or, you know, the smell of burning or anything like that in this type of, we'll call it an operation to, to fix this type of machine. Certainly if you're fighting an active fire in the presence of combustible dust, the combustible dust should be removed prior to, fighting the fire prior to trying to unjam the machines. And if it can't be, then that's probably a stop gap time to say, okay, we need to bring in uh, trained first responders with the corrective gear on to, to avoid being injured if they do have a deflagration. So that's sort of some reminders on how bad it could be. The, the three recommendations from BC4 Safety Council and the MAG group in this particular manufacturing safety alert were number one, during a potential fire situation, assess the area for combustibles, including combustible dust before you attempt to clear a piece of equipment. Number two, ensure that the hogger areas are assessed for combustible dust on a regular basis to minimize accumulations. Number three, remove the review, the emergency procedures to ensure that there are clear instructions on how to address equipment fires. And again, so we make this recommendation to review the emergency procedures. Not a lot of recommendations on what to actually do, but there's some key points here. Making sure, you know, if there is combustible dust around that machine, and that's a heightened risk. That's a heightened, you know, a heightened factor for having a deflagration. If you smell burning, if it's hot to the touch, if you have suspicion that friction's been happening, machine's been grinding, these are all, you know, example, if there's open ignition source in there, these are all examples of where ignition source are present. And in these cases, you really need to be cautious to not disperse the dust, probably be work, wearing fire-resistant clothing, and really trying to avoid causing a deflagration or causing that material to get sucked into a you know a conveyor system, removed into a conveyor system, because that can always also cause um, dispersion and deflagration as well. So if we kind of think back and look at the first manufacturing safety alert. 
this was a high hazard situation. The deflagration wasn't really identified in the uh, manufacturing safety alert per se, but if you look at the two of these together, you see it's a real possibility when you're trying to clear a hogging machine when you have a fire um, event inside that wood hogger at a sawmill. So that's it for this safety alert on wood hogger fires and deflagrations at sawmills. This was from, again, uh, two manufacturing safety alerts from BC Forest Safety Council and the Manufacturing Advisory Group in BC. The first one of these was based on a WorkSafe um, investigation report for this fire that started in a hogger and was spread through the conveyor system um, and caused substantial damage to the building. The second one was an attempt to clear a hogger that had become jammed, which caused an open air deflagration in the room. Um, in both cases, employees were not injured, which is uh, very good to hear. Uh, but both cases are, are quite dangerous situations, both in terms of loss of the facility in terms of uh, impacting the workers as well. Um, you can visit the summary page for this episode at dustsafetyscience.com slash 190. We have links to all the manufacturing safety alerts we talked about links to where you can go if you want to sign up for the manufacturing safety alerts themselves from BC Forest Safety Council. We talked through the fire incidents. We talked through the, the WorkSafe BC investigations and recommendations there. And we talked about how bad can it be? Possibility having a large fire on site that goes through multiple conveyors into multiple storage locations and multiple pieces of equipment is a challenge. Also, there's possibility of the def a deflagration in the vicinity of the hogger or worse, you know, a large explosion in the building if there are combustible dust accumulations elsewhere. Recommendations. I, I like these recommendations from BC Forest Safety Council in the second alert. During a potential fire situation, assess the area for combustibles before you attempt to clear a piece of equipment. Ensure the hogger areas are assessed for combustible dust on a regular basis to minimize accumulations. And review the emergency procedures to ensure there are clear instructions on how to address equipment fires. If you're not sure what to put in the emergency procedures, you can always email me at chris at dustsafetyscience.com. We can connect you through to somebody um, through dust safety professionals in your local area. Get them out to start to evaluate, okay, what are emergency response procedures and how do we make them safer for folks? So that's it for this episode of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. As always, I want to say thank you for listening to the, the podcast. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sharing. We really appreciate it. And furthermore, we appreciate the work that you continue to do in industries every day, making them safer, either with the companies that you're working with, the companies that you're working for, or the uh, endeavors that you're undertaking in regards to combustible dust safety. 